straight from Boston. It's Founder Thought, the show that has everything from advice, ideas, and inspiration from founders and business owners that made it all happen. On this episode, Stephanie and Oz speak with Devin Trevelyan of Night Moves Cafe, a board game cafe in Brookline, Mass. They discuss the many unique aspects of the business, as well as the importance of building community. Welcome to Founder Thought. Today, we're here with Devin from Night Moves Cafe. Hi, Devin. How are you? Doing well. Thanks. Great. So tell us a little bit about yourself. A little about me. Um, I've been a Night Moves Cafe owner for about eight years now. Oh, wow. Um, We started out very, very small. We're still very small, but that's kind of how we like it. Yeah. Um, I went to Northeastern, got a degree in music, never used it. I mean, that's not true. I, I worked at Harmonix for a little bit. And then uh, in every night moves, there is a piano. Because oh, nice. at first I thought, well, if nobody shows up, I'll just have a very expensive practice room <laughs> and that'll be great. And uh, so I've since then, never left Boston. Love it. Love the area. Love the community. Yeah. So where wanted, are you from originally? I grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then moved around a lot as a kid and went to college here. Excellent. So... I guess the first question to get into sort of the meat of what you do, where did the idea of your concept come from? So Night Moves is a board game cafe, mm-hmm. um, but it really cultivates a a community, a late night community. Mm-hmm. And it is different from a bar or a club. I studied abroad in Prague when I was uh, going to school and they have a wonderful like late night community of like, coffee shop that's open late, lots of conversation, mm-hmm. kind of a dynamic uh, sound when everybody's just sort of having a conversation that's not super loud, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a dance club. It's not a mm-hmm. bar. It's just, it doesn't really exist in the U.S. Like that sort of yeah. like late night coffee uh, bar instance. Yeah. It's actually interesting because um, Oz and I talk about that quite a bit because Oz being from overseas, we talk about how in the U.S. nothing is open late. Everything closes so early. There isn't that place that you can just go and hang out, yeah, this is relax Almost. without you're, you're forced into a bar, you're forced into a club. Like you have to be in a drinking environment and you can't just yeah. be hanging out somewhere. Like well, they just don't have that available. Overseas, actually, we have like places you go at three o'clock, uh, one o'clock, just sit down and hang yeah. out, drink coffee, tea, shisha. Uh, yeah. So we have all these places. We don't have it here. It's weird. I keep actually discuss this with Stephen. We don't have those places. It's weird. But actually, do question regarding the cafe and the cam board. Do you consider yourself a cafe business or cam board business? Because this is what I'm maybe, uh, I'm trying to understand the idea here. Absolutely. Um, definitely a board game business, not a cafe. The cafe is sort of answer. If you look at the numbers, if if you were to look and say, oh, you're a cafe, are you successful? The answer is no. Like, we don't sell enough, co- like, we don't sell concessions in order to make our revenue. Our sure. revenue mm-hmm. is certainly based off of people just coming in the door and wanting to spend time there and wanting to support that area, sort of mm-hmm. live in that. So this what the another question comes. If you're not 10 over, because I saw one from your video talking about you're not 10 over business, how you maintain and how you continue? Uh, because I see the ticket $10 for uh, some uh, entry. So how you maintain? Because how many people are going to every day enter? Like I'm thinking like 20, say, people every night. Right. Uh, so how you maintain and how you continue growth? So the growth aspect of it is definitely word of mouth. Um, people like who come, they have a great time. They tell everybody else they had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very I, 
as a as a business owner, like I always like, you know, it's been eight years and I'm always like, well, no one's gonna come tonight. It's a, tonight tonight's <laughs> gonna be the night when it's like, all right, everyone saw it, it was cool, it was a flash in the pan, and now it's done. Cause I understand how fads work, that sort of thing, but that has actually been the opposite. And I think a lot of that has to come with like, you know, the the culture that we live in where everybody's on a screen, sure. everyone is mm-hmm. on their phone all the time, yeah. is shifting to being like, well, I really, I really value sitting down with my friends. I don't do mm-hmm. that often enough. I'm at work, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. And so being having a place to do that that isn't, you know, uh, someone's house is actually really nice because it's a neutral setting mm-hmm. and no one has to clean anything. You know, it's a, it, it's very appealing to be able to sit with your friends and, or your friends or your family or your couple. I mean, when I opened night moves, I thought, you know, I wanted to target like 25 to 35, uh, discretionary income. And when I opened, I just had a, a full net that got families, elderly kids. It was just mm-hmm. everyone. It wasn't, and that's one of the coolest part about night moves is that you can sit down and have a table of complete nerds and a table of complete jocks and a family, <laughs> and they will all talk to each other and be yeah. like, "Oh, hey, you like this game? Cool, I like this game." And it's, yeah. it, it definitely is like a a neutral playing field yeah. that just makes everybody, you know, feel comfortable. Oh, that's great! I actually just wrote down a question: like, do strangers get together because they're conversing and they're you know they're enjoying the same games or and how does the games work so you've got thousands of games i would imagine over two thousand over two yeah so people just come in they just choose a game they sit down and start playing so what are some of the what are some of the most popular games people play so um the most popular depends on the person like everyone likes everything different it's a it's really a a a buffet if you will like Mm -hmm. we have people who like to sit there for six hours and play the most complicated you know mind melting games that's me (laughs) <laughs> um, and then, and then you have people who you know just want to play Monopoly yeah. or Uno, yeah. or people who want to bluffing games, or you want to have a cooperative game. Or yeah. I mean, there's there's such a large variety of games that a lot of people when they walk in, and we've shifted our the way we present the games more recently. But when you used to have it, the retro games, you walk in, you first thing you see yeah. is like Monopoly, sorry, Parcheesi, all the games yeah. that people have grown up with. Sure, and they're like, oh, that's a lot of games, and they just yeah. turn the corner. And there's just library wall to wall of games they've yeah. never heard of. And they're just like, what? This is just an industry that I have no idea about. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. This is great. Um, we did, we definitely try to uh, facilitate everyone playing with everyone. Mm-hmm. So um, coming up with a system that allows people to let them know, oh, I'm, I'm free. Mm-hmm. Like we would love to play with more people as the same if you're like on a date or if you're mm-hmm. on, you know, with someone that you want to spend some time with. Mm-hmm. They also have that to sort of have their own time. But yeah, we try to facilitate games, especially if it's a game you don't know, we teach games. So mm-hmm. you don't have to sit there for 45 minutes and like, well, the best, the worst part about learning a new game is mm-hmm. that 45 minutes we're like, well, how do I play? What do I do? Mm-hmm. What do yeah. I say? And we we try to like basically eliminate that, get people going right away yeah. so the fun can begin immediately. Do you have a group come to play like a group like wedding uh, party, I've done Company. I've done anything from weddings, corporate events. Uh, we had a bris. Uh, oh, we have people wow. who do their like lots of bachelor parties, lots of uh, bridal shout like this. Oh wow, mm-hmm. the whole gamut. Um, and it's a really good way to, as I said, to have a touchstone for everyone. Because yeah. if you do like an event where you go bowling or you go axe throwing or you do something that is an event based, where someone's like, "Well, that's not really my thing," but I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Games is almost a coverall. It's really mm-hmm. close to a coverall because everyone has like a portion of their life mm. that was brought up on games. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how how it how it happened. And it might not be, you know, you might not be, you might not have your own collection at home. You might mm-hmm. not be, but actually, it's funny. You know, I thought that we would 
be very attractive to the people who were super into the hobby. Mm -hmm. But in fact, it's the opposite. In fact, the people who are super into this hobby, who mm -hmm. have their own library, have their own library and they yeah. play their games in their house. <laughs> um, and so it's more of a transition to where people can like uh, see that there is a, a bigger variety of games that yeah. actually exist. Amazing. Actually, one from the question I saw, uh, because I like the way you explain it, and I thought it was very insightful. When you talk about the dating, people come date, uh, like, because when you go for any dating, like, you have a lot of people come for date, yes? Uh, and uh, because explain how we talk about it's awkward when you go, mm -hmm. you have to wait, and this is your engage, and it's different. It's different target, I feel. It's different persona people come in. Absolutely. So if you can say it in your own word, because I, mean, I thought it was actually I wish that I could, you know, <coughs> if I had a nickel for every date that OkCupid sent to Night Moves, <laughs> I tell you. Um, but it, we've done speed dating. We've done all sorts mm. of things. Mm. Games are great because, and it's funny, I mean, they either last, you know, two minutes or all night. There's no, like, in between. People are like, oh, you like games? Let's play mm -hmm. a game. And you find out a lot about a person. Mm -hmm when you have something else to do where you're both not, you know, eating and waiting for the other person to sh close their mouth, you know, it's mm -hmm. just, it's a very different dating setup. It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, we're in this together. And that's a, a learning experience rather than, you know, tell me about how many brothers and sisters do you have? Yeah. It's like, well, I'll sit here and listen <laughs> and try to keep this conversation going while we do something. So it, it definitely facilitates that from a, a much more, uh, a way for people to, to get to know each other even sure. like much more easier than an, like an ice breaking situation. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, also another one uh, concept we talk about the family, how family comes and they put phone, them phone. Actually you have a family of, I think that yep. comes, they put yep, them phone, phone separate yep. and they just sit down and play uh, just to communicate and engage with each other. Well, it's, it's funny because a lot, so in the beginning we got a lot of feedback that people were afraid that, you know, if you pay $10 per person for a family of five, it's $50. You could go buy a board game for $50 because that's about what they cost mm -hmm. for like a, a new, good, nice nice board game. And they said, you know, we could do that, but we'd much rather, we could go to a movie. We could do all these things. They would much rather they put all their phones in a stack on the table and they just engage with their kids. They engage mm -hmm. with their, their family members because that's a way that they can spend that time. And they're only there for an hour. They're not there for very long. Mm. And that is, they could be, they could stay the whole night, but they said that that's much more valuable to them then sort of this, this you know, being at home is also like sort of a trap in the sense that mm. like everyone sort of has their routines. Everybody has their own stuff. Everyone has their own stuff. They're like, yeah. you know, we could all be at the dinner table just on our phones. And yeah, they're just like, this is a great way to just communicate and to get into, you know, talk to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's it. Amazing. Actually, I do have one more question about sure. the persona. Mm -hmm. What what your favorite persona? So what your favorite people come to your store and those people like you say, okay... Do you like the people knowledge about the game or you don't like people's knowledge about the game? Uh, I mean, personally, yes. I love to introduce people to games that they didn't know existed and oh, that, that yeah. have this. I mean, for me, it's a it's a personal joy because I like it definitely is sort of like dipping your toes into a stream of a, you know, something you've never tried before. Sure. Maybe because everyone has a, like a game adjacent friend. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. I, you know, I don't feel confident in this. And if someone explains to you, it's like, oh, that's not, that's not that hard to understand. And like mm -hmm. people get going and they just, you can see them really enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. And that to me 
is like on top of like the community that's around them. Mm-hmm. Like all those things put together is just a, that's why I do it. Amazing. So what's your favorite game? Uh, absolutely. It's Gaia Project. Okay. Um, it is a, you know, three to four hour wow. uh, per- perfect information building game where you colonize planets and mm. it's uh it's it's very strategic like mm. I, I i have a chess background mm. if you didn't guess uh from the <laughs> from the name of the business i played chess since i was very small i competed nationally at certain points and then sort of stepped away from it but it all of the information you have is right there and that to me is like making decisions and the way that you make those decisions is is just a great it's a beautiful thing so uh, the name it came from the because actually I do have a question about the <laughs> name so let's talk about the name how we came up with the name like uh... so night moves is a triple entendre uh, mm. you have obviously the chess piece it's the only chess piece that moves uniquely from any other piece sure it's my my personal favorite <clears throat> you have moving at night we mm. wanted to be open late mm-hmm. um, so having people being able to be like oh we can go there and then the third one is a it's a Bob Seger reference. Uh, mm. It's just, uh, I was raised on classic rock and it was a, it's a good one to, <laughs> to reference. But. I have a question. Yeah. So obviously people coming into a cafe, they're sitting down very closely. <laughs> they're very, you know, um, tight together. Pandemic doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really work with that kind of environment. So what did you guys do? How did you guys survive the pandemic? How did we survive the pandemic? We were closed for over a year and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, on a lot of water, yeah. Uh, went into a lot of debt, but yeah. uh, got applied for every grant under the sun. Yeah. Um. Still have it. Still, still dealing with those issues. But, mm-hmm. um, I had community members who paid their membership mm-hmm. through the pandemic. Now let's talk about after the pandemic. How you see stuff happening? Do you see uptake and coming people coming back? Because I feed people right now. One like yeah, they want to be out. <laughs> I can tell you that since October, we've had like the best months we've had ever. Amazing. Because people are coming out. They're yeah. like, they just want to be not in their house where they were for, <laughs> for months at a time. They want to be together, exactly. probably. And they want to be together. They want to yeah. see people. They want to do things. And at first, I thought that the mask mandate and the uh, the way that it would you know, change the experience. Because mm-hmm. Night Moves is all about the experience. It's yeah. about giving someone a good time and them appreciating that telling their friends and then doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just is a constant cycle. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, I thought it would change the experience, but people got really used to it. They're like, you know, I'll put on my mask, take it off. Like, yeah. and it's a, it tends to be a different community in the sense that night moves has always been a place for people who want to go out to go out. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a place for people who don't want to go to a bar to go out. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. sort of a, it's, it's a different, it allows for a different community to, to be there. Um, and that is a much more, I think, uh, thoughtful, I mm. guess, is the basically what they want to say is that they, is that people make decisions. Like you like board games, you like to mm-hmm. think about things, you like things, you like to bluff, like do all these things, but it's, you're still processing. Right. And mm-hmm. that's a thing that they like to do a lot. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it does. Yes. Yes. I want to take a step back and just kind of go back to the beginning because we wanted to learn a little bit more about what did you learn early on when you came up with this sort of concept? You're like, okay, this is definitely what we're doing. Um, 
What were some of the learnings that you had early on that took that brand from sort of the concept into action? Like, how did you, how did you do it? Like, what were the things that you were learning along the ways? Uh, flexibility, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I, you know, people have asked, I've gotten that question before and being like, well, what yeah. would you say? this? And I say, well, you have to be able to, to think outside the box. And it's kind of a, a cliche in the sense of like, well, yeah, you always have to do something different, but Everyone who's ever made a business, who has done something, who has done something, you know, like the guy next to you, mm-hmm. then that's already been done. And this was, as I said before, like, I didn't have a, like a, oh, well, now you should have payroll and now you mm-hmm. should have, you know, these are the things you should, the boxes you should check. Actually, we just, uh, for, we talk about the Zubutwalt brand we had. We opened actually five locations over the holiday season. Um it just simply was shit show. It was a shit show between high end revenue yep. and cost, and you're not covering the expenses. Yeah, we did a lot of revenue, yes, but did not like you make any profit. So we, it, you do the linen comes with the play when you're in a business. No, yeah, I think anybody who thinks that, you know, in a second you turn around. That being said, Night Moves was profitable from day one. Like mm-hmm. people were there coming in. I didn't, uh, I, I made an entire Kickstarter video. Like mm-hmm. I thought I would crowdfund it. I didn't even use it. Like it, it people haven't seen it. It's a great video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Should use it now. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a. Uh... So where you see you, where you see it in the future? Do you see you continue with one location? <clears throat> do you see you open like uh, open for more community base? What do you see in the future? If there is a, a a place that would work, so you know there are there are communities in which could really benefit from having sure. this space mm-hmm. on all fronts, mm-hmm. and if if it would work in those areas, I think then then I would open another location and have someone who could champion that, mm-hmm. but. Currently, uh, my life is about to very much change. I'm about to be a dad. Oh, oh nice. Thank you. Exciting. Um, so, you know, I'm constantly told that I should probably not take on more things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, you know, that's that being said, I would be open to it. Have you thought about franchisees? Like, the idea is a very good idea. <sighs> One thing I've learned is uh, people say, you know, how do you, you know, what is it about that's good? Being an expert and doing one thing well, mm-hmm. I think, is really important. Mm. Um, a lot of other board game cafe, restaurant things have opened and closed um, because I think they want to be a restaurant. They want to be a cafe. They want, you know, they, they're trying to, yeah. mm-hmm. they're taking different trying models do and doing too many things. And that's, yeah. in my opinion, uh, you know, not, not the best. I think you mm-hmm. should do one thing and do it well. And then from there, grow. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. We, as I said before, we are working on our convention scene. So what was interesting is that in, within the board game community, new board games are getting designed all the time. There's like, mm-hmm. I think I heard a stat- statistic yesterday of like 45 to 50 new board games a week. Oh, wow. <clears throat> like that's just a always. Um, and all these people who want to get into the industry or create a game, they're trying to break through. So we would go to these conventions and see large companies there. Mm-hmm. And the smaller companies would have a much like the barrier to entry is really hard mm-hmm. because you have to spend 
you know, thousands of dollars on a marketing chance mm -hmm. that you might be seen or that people might like your product. So we as uh, a company would get a, a larger space. Mm -hmm. And since we don't do reach, like we do retail there for people, but we don't, we're not trying to sell anything, mm -hmm. right? We want, I want people to come to the cafe and have a good time. Mm -hmm. I specifically tried to stay away as much as I can from retail sales. Mm. Um, for the better or for worse. Um, and so what we'll do is we'll host 18 to 20 mm -hmm. uh, publishing companies, smaller ones, um, sell their games for them. They make 80% of the profit. They pay a smaller, like a fraction of the price they would normally pay to get in the booth. And mm. we represent them and people say, oh, this is the Night Moves Indie Board Game Showcase. So mm -hmm. then they can, uh, people get to see and play their games and they get demo time. And it, it really just, it's really helpful and it makes the convention itself less static, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So then you only have big companies doing their only things and yeah. sort of ignoring the little guys. And so we're sort of championing the little guys and having everybody there as a sort of a showcase. Yeah. And you're doing this in convention, yes? I started in Boston. So PAX East yeah. is coming up in April. We do it there. Um, we've since done it in Philadelphia, PAX Unplugged. Um, basically, I'm trying to do like basically the largest East Coast sides because mm. that's the where I live. <laughs> um, but I'm have plans for a new business that hopefully will mm. be uh, surrounding that area. Is there any company like board company come for you and contact you? Listen, we have a new board company. Can let people test it in your location, store? Is that so anybody? it's interesting, you know, like uh, I used to have to cold call. I mean, people yeah. and be like, hey, you look like you have a cool new game coming out. You're going to come to Boston. Mm -hmm. you, would you like to be part of the showcase? You know, the thing. That was earlier, like I'd say, like the last four years. This year, we already have people calling us oh, saying, wow. "Hey, we really want to be in the showcase. We really want to do this." I have people call the cafe all the time, being like, "Hey, I'd love to have your our game in your library because people mm -hmm. will see it and they'll play it and then they'll buy it." That's sort of like mm -hmm. that. That's what you hope for. Sure, um, yes. Absolutely, that's a and that and it you know it picking up those pieces is is hard for me because from a business aspect, like you said, like we could probably be a, a much very successful retail establishment. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I have no interest. <laughs> like, 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 like that, that's, yeah. that'll probably be really good, but I, I, I'm, uh, I'm much more about the service, about the mm. community. And that, that makes, that makes me happy. And I think that it's really important a thousand percent. Like mm. if, take away anything from other people starting to say this doing what you do to make you happy is really important because yeah. you don't want to hate your hobby yeah. you also don't you know like if you love something you don't want to hate it you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's a really important thing to to keep that balance uh one of my i've had like one or two or maybe three employees three full-time employees over the whole last eight years mm -hmm. and i'm the first thing i say when i walk in the door is like quality of life mm -hmm. is so much more important than yeah than anything else <laughs> like yeah. if you if you you know that that's and people understand that and they really appreciate the uh the time and the energy that that we put into that mm -hmm. um, so this what brings us back now eight years yes mm -hmm. been eight years what one thing you learn 
and all my like one not like it's about life quality it's a quality of life what one thing you would advise for listen when you start business become like you become expert in accounting you become expert <laughs> in payroll you become expert in everything you have to become expert you have no option so what one thing you think like oh my god this is what everybody should be thinking about oh, man um I think yeah, I said it earlier, like flexibility, like for me, like trying to figure out like health code, mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was, that was a, that was a real, that was a real new one for me. It, yeah. it, you know, those things that, you know, in your life changes, right? You walk into a space when you're <clears throat> have designed one or have opened a business and you look at it and you're starting critique and you're like, right, how much is that? What is that? How did you do this? Like mm -hmm. your brain just goes to all those different places now. Yeah. And before I had no, no concept of like the amount of detail mm -hmm. that it, it takes to open a space to have uh, the back, the back end of taxes of mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, common ventures, license, the licensing, the, mm -hmm. all of those things that, no one thinks when you're a customer and you walk into some place, you don't think, well, I wonder how they pay, you know, like that's, <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff that you don't even question. Um, being flexible, talking to people. I think that's probably like, it's probably my, my best, like my best quality, I think. And like, and being able to do this was that I'm, I like to approach people. I like to, mm -hmm. to engage in conversation and ask questions and be, and be flexible. Like, well, I know you said this, but what about this? You know, like, always having a, an alternative mm. um what would uh you know to go back to your question what would my advice be um it's a it's a, it's hard like i you know i, I use a how do i how do i stay in this how to make my money i don't make very much money <laughs> like i and that was that was not you know that was not an accident yeah, it wasn't that like, good. I don't think, yeah. It was the idea that this way I live, I, I get to see my friends. Mm. I get to, mm -hmm. to to make new ones. I get to play with people. I uh, The the entire business itself, um, and it's growing. Like, we're having more events. We're having more sales. We're having, you know, things things are, yeah. are changing and growing, but it's not an overnight sensation. Yes. Yeah. There do you do things like tournaments and stuff yeah. like that? Oh yeah. yeah. We've done all sorts. Special nights, like theme nights. And so many different like events. Yeah. And those really, I mean, as a cafe, the weekdays are your slow times. Yeah. The weekends are, I mean, the weekends are always packed. They're just, they're packed. Like, yeah. What time do you open weekend? Like 11, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. And, you know, ev every Saturday night, there is a wait list. Oh every, wow! Every Saturday, like there's, it's not, it, and I, it's great. Mm -hmm. I always think it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm always like, today's the day. It's not going to happen. <laughs> then people show up, and and we don't take reservations. Yeah. Um. We don't. We we do do a lot of events, and that's sort of growing. But I guess the best, my best advice would be, this is a if. Don't expect things to happen immediately. Yeah. yeah. You got this is the long con. This is the the long the long game is where you're at. Is that you can you sustain and you just keep you keep going and you slowly build. Sure. Um now mind you, that's you know, that's not always the case, but I think if you you know, I there's I have a friend, you know, who, you know, work hard, play hard is sort of his motto and it's fine. It's like in chunks and like I'm a very binary person, like, you know, like like 
this is on and it's off, that sort of mm -hmm. thing. But I think I had to learn that I need to be able to just to balance and slowly gain. Sure. And that was real hard for me at first. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I don't think like uh, most of business open become success overnight. Few of them does, but all the business long, <clears throat> yep. long term hold to make I sure. I think it's like learning uh, and changing and, and shifting and, and failing yeah. and uh, yeah. flexibility. <laughs> as you keep talking yeah, about yeah. flexibility, it's a huge thing because you gotta be able to change. Because most of the time, the plan for me is a, it's like I'm going to Cambridge. I know I have to go for a store drive. It's very easy, <laughs> but usually sometimes store drive across mass after right. close so you have to figure out a different way to get there so that's not an easy so let me ask you do you have a mentor a mentor is, yeah is, um, is somebody did they give you a mentor and, uh... <laughs> i've had a couple mentors over the time for sure i worked um i would go with two um the first would be um the owner of the ben and jerry's franchise in boston sure. so when i was in college i worked for ben and jerry's at a college i Drove across the country and gave away ice cream to people. It was great. Nice. Mm. It was the best job. Best job ever. <laughs> I'm sure people um, loved you. Oh, oh, I was free ice cream. It yeah. was great. It was, <laughs> it was the best bargaining ship in any restaurant. We could walk in and just get... It was great. Um, but yeah, so the, the owner and franchisee there, uh, he owns a couple stores in the area mm. and was a thousand percent very helpful um, when, I was, when I was starting out, you know, mm. being like, oh, I have an accountant in here and you know if you're gonna do this you should try this and like you know basically someone who had also you know who's who had also started out you know trying to to mm. open his own mm. shop in boston and has grown and had a family and been successful but like again stepwise not overnight which was mm. important and then the owner of eureka puzzles mm. uh also you know showed me a lot of things like you know he used to work in uh, tech and went to the office and the suit and what he wanted to do, what he didn't want to do, opened a mm -hmm. games and puzzle store and, you know, walks to work because he's, you know, that he's like, it's very specifically, I can walk to work. Mm -hmm. I don't have to wear anything. <laughs> My commute yeah. is great. Like, this is a very important life quality decision that, you know, it, people would take for granted and be like, oh, well, you own a retail shop. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. But there were very important things the reason of that happened mm -hmm. to make that possible to like you know stop the grind or stop things from happening that sort of thing so uh both those would save two mentors um it's hard for me to say that they are those are the main two because night moves is made by the community mm. it's made mm -hmm. by the people i have families uh i'm remiss not to mention joanna is uh someone who i taught their kids chess mm -hmm. And she's an amazing asset to the cafe. Um, the members are an amazing asset to the cafe. I have no problem leaving the cafe and going to buy milk to come back. Mm -hmm. And people are like, "But the business, like, someone could, <laughs> someone could take all the board games." Like, no, that's 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 not that's not, it'll be fine. And I think that a lot of like a lot of establishments are run being like, "Well, these are the things you have to do. You can't ever walk away from this. Yeah. You have to yeah. things." And I think changing the game to what fits for you, yeah. I think that's where I would say. My advice is you need to do what fits for you. Mm. Don't like, take your advice from the person next door, see what they've done, and modify it so it fits your life. Because if you try to to be too stuck, yeah. you're not flexible. This is actually a good advice. I heard it actually from a couple of people uh, the last few months. Uh, people were very successful people. Great advice. Great advice. Any more uh, question we have for? I think that's it. So um, any final thoughts that you have? Anything else that you could um, 
words of wisdom that you could share <laughs> with folks? One thing that's big, uh, which is really hard, it's because all I want to do is is support your community. You have to be hard in the idea of what you know to be true. Like, big lesson I learned is like, you are your friends, the people who you care about the most. Mm-hmm. When you mix them with your business, mm-hmm. you're you're going to make less efficient decisions. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a yeah. It's it's going to happen. And you have to be okay with, like, you have to know that up front. Um, yeah. If you <clears throat> create relationships, because you're going to have relationships with the people over time. Sure. When those relationships mix, things are, like, that efficiency is going to go down because they're not you. And you have to be okay with that. <laughs> That's another sure, sure. real important piece yeah. of the, the puzzle that I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, how can I have this relationship, you know, with my coworker or my employee or my boss? Mm-hmm. Um, and also be you know, have it work. Mm-hmm. And that is a, I think that's, it's one of the reasons why I think night moves has stayed as itself for so long mm-hmm. is that I, that's a really hard thing to have a community driven, wonderful place mm-hmm. that is also like reliable. And you want, you don't want to think differently of anybody else. You want to care about them. You don't want to mm-hmm. necessarily be like, Oh, well, why didn't you, why didn't you hear at this time? You know, like, those are hard decisions that have to be made. That is, that was hard for me for mm-hmm. sure. That was something that I would say is it's a big one. Absolutely. So um, if somebody wants to learn more about what you do, maybe come in and play, um, tell us where they can find you. Uh, Night moves cafe is a board game cafe. It's on 1402 beacon street in Brookline. Um, they can email me night moves cafe at Gmail. They can text or call me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm very much an open book um and i think that because i've had so much help mm-hmm. i'm also willing to help as much as i can like people call me all the time from like pittsburgh or arizona <laughs> i've got i my wife is like you should be a board game cafe consultant <laughs> like that's the new business and i was like well it's a possibility but i i feel like i've gotten so much support from yeah. other people that i i'm happy to be like yeah this is our business model they're like that's crazy and i was like yeah I know, <laughs> like true, but I'm you know one of the one of the happier people I know, and yeah. I feel very privileged for that and grateful. Uh, just because it's you know I'm able to do that, do what I love, and share it with people. Amazing, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Founder Thought. You can find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts or on the web at founderthought.com. Founder Thought is a production of Pepper Gang.